going on, guys? And welcome in to the Benches Cleared podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. I am Jesse Gutierrez, and I represent the side of the playoffless San Francisco Giants. I'm Tyler Coe, and I represent the side of the very much still in the playoffs Los Angeles Dodgers. Despite I, all my worry, they're very much still in the playoffs. Where's my fucking Chipotle, bitch? You haven't, you haven't got me nothing. Hey, dog. Whatever. <laughs> we'll get it eventually. Maybe when you're... Oh, shit. My studio's falling apart. Um, I Maybe we'll just do it like when you're crying on the playoffs. I could, you know, when you guys get kicked out, I can just eat and, and laugh at you. But let, let's... I'll let you soak it up right now. Be happy. And let's, let's talk about... That oh, I'm poor shit of a, of, a, of a wild card series that, that happened. Yeah, it was uh, definitely not horse shit because we won and it was great. Uh, it was a little boring, to be honest. Uh, it was. It really was. Although, I believe, was it game one when Jansen, yeah, it was game one, where mm-hmm. there's two outs and a man on first and we're up by one, two, up by two, mm-hmm. and Yelich is at the plate. That was a little nerve-wracking. That kind of, you know, got the the heart going a little bit. But other than that, you know, it's kind of what I expected, to be honest. Um, yeah. Despite all my worrying, because that's just who I am, and that's how I always view sports. I am never really want to be confident, because I feel like it will just bite you in the ass. But, yeah, you know, it, it kind of played out the way I thought it would, just not with who I thought it would. Austin Barnes, hero of game two by far, <laughs> really got it started. And then, you know, Mookie got that that two RBI double right after that. So big up to Austin Barnes. I've been shitting on him all season. So I could admit when I'm wrong, you know. He, you got to stay through. on brand, dude. You just got to talk shit about everyone and then you're going to succeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really have much to say. I mean, we, we won. We we're out of the uh, fake playoffs and we're in the real playoffs. So, you know, now it begins. Stud and dud of the week. This week, the stud without question, Clayton Kershaw, the best I've ever seen him pitch in the postseason. And I think he is finally going to silence all the doubters. And, you know, I think I just heard you say mid season Kershaw. Yeah. Yeah. It's mid season Kershaw, baby. (laughs) He didn't have to start 30 games. So, you know, hopefully this whole narrative of we know his struggles in the postseason have been well documented and blah, 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 blah. No one we'll, we'll see what happens anymore. when he plays, plays an under, over 500 team. Though. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think he looked great, and I think he's a great pitcher, and I think that obviously he's a pitcher of a generation. And, First and I think that, Yeah, and I, I feel like the 60-game season really is, is really going to help him, especially in this, in this, in this postseason. But if – I'm just saying that if he fails in the next series, it wouldn't surprise me either. I don't know. I mean, I don't think if he were to not pitch well, it's not going to be this, you know, monumental failing of him coming in the seventh inning again and giving up a few <laughs> home runs. I, I don't right. think it's going to be that. I think, you know, it's just going to be the Padres have an incredibly talented lineup. And, you know, he might get bested, but I don't think so. I think Kirsch is locked in. He's ready to go. Um, As far as the dud of the week, I mean, dude, I'm so sick of fucking Max Muncy and Cody Bellinger not getting their shit together. 
it it's just so frustrating. That's on brand too. Well, Max Muncy does pretty well in postseason, but Bellinger never has. So that's kind of on brand. <clears throat> well, and it's just so frustrating because you know he changed his swing during quarantine because he felt like when he got to the playoffs last year he fell off. Well, all that did was make him fall off all fucking season and carry that into the postseason. So. I mean, he needs to figure it out, and he needs to figure it out quick. Same with months. You know, those are two huge bats in our lineup. So as long as they can play decent, you know, now that we have Mookie and everyone else is kind of firing on all cylinders, just play decent. Put the ball in play. You know, Mm -hmm. that's all you need to do. So those are the duds. Hopefully they're listening and fucking sparks a fire under their ass. Uh, it's worked in the past That's and true. now the other side for stud and doubt of the week um nothing right now on to the fuck you of the week a little snippet from our friend uh and resident fuck you probably not as much as aubrey huff but pretty close to resident fuck you of the podcast carlos correa with his comments after winning two games against a team who hasn't won any postseason games the last, was it 18 years? Or no, 18 losses in Great a row, games, not 18 yeah. years. Um, but still, pretty shitty. Uh, what, what his comment was, what are the haters going to say now? We won two games on the road with no fans. We're playing good baseball, bitch, you're under 500. Like, bro, sit your happy ass down. It pisses me off that they won game one today against the A's. And they're still not getting two home runs. <laughs> Yeah, he did hit two home runs. But they're going to turn it around. I think the entire world is, is rooting for the ace at this moment. So uh, fuck that guy, and you can quote me on that. Yeah, also just a fuck you of the week to carrying over from last week, all the Houston Astro fans that just like to ride this bandwagon and think Carlos Correa is so tough, like, oh, look at him addressing the haters. Shut the fuck up. Sit the fuck down. No one cares. No one wants to. Uh, hear I can't. I can't wait to retweet that and once they get kicked out and be like, "Bitch, Generation X." You know the it. the only benefit of if the Astros somehow got to the World Series and the Dodgers also made it to the World Series, mm-hmm. you know, if uh, let's say it's a Game Seven situation and Dodgers have a lead, you know, Joe Kelly can stand to uh, get a twenty-five game suspension for next season. Just let one loose. I can't. That's someone's teeth. I, I, last year I was talking about the worst thing in the world could have been a Yankees Dodgers oh, World no. Series. That, would be, that would be the worst scenario. now. This yeah. is the definitely the nightmare scenario. So, gosh, pray to God that doesn't happen. Now for the the other section of Fuck You of the Week, I'm giving <laughs> to these Fuck you, know, a. two or three jackass white boys who uh, disrespected Tupac <laughs> And try to make a funny video. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, they they are offbeat and they're ugly and they probably smell bad. And they have no friends. And the other thing about it is, you know, I don't want to. They're shit. not making your people look good with with, yeah. with the whole no rhythm thing. They're, I don't want to generalize all Padre fans because I know some of them are real baseball fans. I wonder how long these two kids have been watching baseball. One, they have the new uniforms. So that's a strike against them right there. <laughs> Makes me leads me to believe that you know they've only been watching baseball for a little They do bit. know who Tony Gwynn is, though. Everyone knows who Tony Gwynn is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God. That's true. Yeah, it was very robotronic. Don't even know the Yeah, I mean I can't I can't get on board with it just because you're disrespecting Tupac. You called that song you're dissing Canley off his own beat. 
Like, do you know who Tupac is, or are you like, come on, bro? You know, you know the other thing that I found was funny is I know they're doing this towards Kenley because that's his walk-in song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also California love. San Diego's in California now. If they were going to do one to like I love LA, that would have been smarter. Would've that would have been sense. a better diss. But these kids... and you won't disrespect. You're not disrespecting Tupac. Tupac's gonna. The thing is, is Tupac. Everyone that's been alive in the '90s know knows Tupac's not dead. Tupac's alive. <laughs> He's gonna come out with a record next hotel month. Hotel in Cuba. He's mm-hmm. on a fucking flight right now. He's coming to mm-hmm. beat your ass. Fuck Slam Diego. <laughs> it's a stupid fucking name. Fuck Slam Diego kids. love. Yeah. yeah. Fuck those. I'm, I'm upset that we put that on. But anyways, uh, yeah. I don't want to say fuck those guys because they're they're trying. They're they're just guys. See, here's just the thing. trying. Here's the thing, bro. You need Ashcon. Ash, we we had like a we had one too, but it was better. The guy could actually sing. It was Ashcon doing uh? Do don't stop believing. What do you want me to say, dude? Frig these guys, bro. <laughs> they tried really yeah. hard though. Yeah, who cares? Whatever. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess no, they're not. <laughs> I guess they're not my kids. See, so that's the difference yeah. between mine and your comedy, bro. You know how <laughs> the city of Houston should be firebombed? Yeah. I don't think San Diego's that far off. But, you know, that's the difference between you and me. Yeah, and then you went off – because here's the thing, too. If, if you've listened, I live my entire life in Southern California. Um, so to go after the, the Mexican food here, like, bro, you need a, you need a chill. San Diego Mexican chill. food is no different than Los Angeles Mexican food except – the California burrito, which is an authentic Mexican food. It's just fucking French fries. I mean, yeah, it's, it's good. It's delicious. It's delicious. But that's but, not real Mexican food. Yeah, bro. When you're in when you're in LA, any taco truck has some of the best salsa you've ever had. And San Diego, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's good. I've had a lot of Mexican food there, but it you can kind of tell it's a little geared towards rich people, in my opinion. But I don't know. Yeah, you, you so, don't get. For what I'm trying to say is, you don't get which LA Mexican food. You, 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 it's just not the same. No, it's just I, I know it's 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 from it's really close and I, and I get it. it should be like the same, but it's just not. And I'm probably biased because I've always lived here, but it's just not. Yeah, Chula Vista has the best Mexican food in San Diego <laughs> County, not San Diego City. So fuck those kids. So fuck San Diego. That's but right. I'm I I and, and I trust me. I wanted to back it because I want the Padres to win. But I just I can't do it. I can't I can't disagree. I can't disrespect Tupac like that. And last week, there's a couple things we haven't addressed. We didn't do a playoff bracket. We gave ourselves gimmies the first round, which is a good thing, because my bracket would have been fucked. Because there's so many upsets that I had no. I mean, who would pick the Marlins over the Cubs? I chose the Marlins. Because you're a bitch, dude. You're a liar. Uh, and who you want would me choose to show you my fucking bracket? The Astros right over the Twins. Like didn't I choose just, that one. Yeah, so that so we're giving ourselves a gimme first round. We're gonna go just the division series right now. Rays and Yankees. I'm gonna take the Rays because the starting pitching is gonna carry him. What do you think? I mean, I've said the whole season before the season the Rays were gonna make the World Series, even though they're down four to three right now in the uh, top of the eighth inning. I'm uh, I'm going three though. I'm going Rays. I'm going Rays. They're gonna bring home. A's versus Astros. I think we kind of already addressed it, but uh, we're we're. I'm just guess. I might be talking for you here. This might be male chauvinistic, but I'm gonna do that for you, sweetheart. We're both gonna go A's. Uh, I think it's gonna be large. I think uh, Loriano is gonna be the uh, MVP. So 
I disagree. Do you? I do. I think I think the Astros lucked out so much by having to face two of the worst choking playoff teams of oh, the last buttons. 20 the years. I was going to say the A's are good, but yeah, you're right. Choking no, the, the A's are a great correct. team, but I just – there's something choking in my post. gut. There's something in my gut that tells me the Astros are going to win. I don't want them to. I clearly yeah. don't want them to, but I just feel like that's how it's going to go. Yeah, that's definitely possible. Uh, Braves and Marlins. I've been I've been going against the Marlins all season, and this might be a full move to go against them again, but I'm still going to do it. Uh, I'm going to go with the Braves, uh, that duo of Acuna and Freeman. Uh, I just I feel like that's what's going to carry them. Yeah, I don't think there's any way the Marlins win this series. It would be cool. <laughs> I would enjoy seeing it, yeah. especially when you see the whole, like, they've never lost a playoff series where it's like, well, that's going to end this year. But I think yeah. the Braves take it. It would be fun to see the Marlins win, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I love that whole bottom feeders battle cry thing. Dude, I, I want one so of those shirts. Dope. That's one yeah. of the funniest fucking things. See, again, that's hey. what baseball needs. Yeah. More shit, and talking. that's 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 a double whammy for for millennials because everyone knows what we're known for, eating ass. So that makes sense. Uh, over to the last uh, prediction. Uh, I'm gonna go Padres uh, over the Dodgers. Uh, Manny gets his revenge. He goes nuts, carries them through the through this round. No, I'm gonna go Dodgers in five, and I feel like that's even giving the Padres a game. I think it could be I, – I want to say four, but just, you know me, I'm always a little superstitious and don't want to be too hyped. But, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, the Padres are a great team. They're the second-best team in the National League. So, yeah, it's going to be a fight, but I think this is the year that the Dodgers finally get over that fucking hump. So, yeah. I mean – I ha- we have video of you saying that this is in a real world series when we first were about to start the season, but that's fine. I, I-, I believe okay I believe I've retracted that. Multiple. You retracted the same. You can change your mind. I guess that makes sense. You're a fucking bitch. That's what I have to say. <laughs> fucking up. I don't think I ever said that. You did. You did. Well, now you're gonna have to put me saying it. We were talking shit about uh, oh, baseball's gonna happen. No, it's not. Yes, it is. And you're like, it doesn't even matter because you mentioned it. And then I was like, nah, it's real. And then you're like, nah. Well, I, I think maybe you even softened on it right when you said it. But after the course just a of this, you want baseball. I have realized it is. But but that's the thing. I'm the one. I, I mean. And that's, that's okay all I'm gonna play. If, if the Dodgers wins, I'm gonna bam, bam, like I'm gonna make a beat out of uh, out of you saying that. Listen, kids, it's okay <laughs> to change your mind after you are presented with the facts. That's what makes an adult. Um, and also listen to other sides. We can't just talk about the Dodgers and Padres and beat up. You know, we can't have just Tyler beat up on the Padres all day and me unreally knowingly trying to uh, defend them. So we're gonna talk about someone who knows the Padres in and out. And now we'd like to welcome into the Benches Cleared podcast our friend uh, Sack Bunt Chris. A lot of credits to this guy. He uh, used to write for Padres Public and uh, podcasted for Padres and Pints. Really happy to have him. Chris, how's it going, man? Hey, going good, Jesse. Good, uh, good to be on. Good to see you too, Tyler. You as well, my friend. So on the, on the level of excitement, <clears throat> how excited are you to actually be in the real playoffs now? Now that we've moved past that bullshit round. I think at this point, 
I'm I'm very ecstatic. It, it, it it's hard it's hard to explain really like this level of happiness for being for being a Padres fan, having you know been through so much mediocre baseball, and I think maybe that's what's partially so so frustrating about being a Padres fan is they were never terrible. They're always just mediocre, just good enough to 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 not get and get you know, your hopes uh, up. <laughs> uh, yeah, are your hopes get enough to get your hopes up a little bit and win you know seventy six games there. The Padres oh, yeah. are the ultimate seventy six game winning team so yeah I've, having, I've been there when it's a month month left of the season you're like well if the Dodgers just lose five and then we lose and yeah. then we just go on a five streak that we'll be like right there yeah so I yeah, and I know yeah. a lot a lot of people were giving shit about Padre fans for for their celebration and how excited they were that they that they won the uh you know the wild card round um but as far as excitement yeah you probably shouldn't be around a crowd of people at this moment but as far as the excitement like Dodger fans, like, you got to think back all the way to, like, 2008 when you first won your first, you know, playoff series. Shit was crazy. You know what I mean? Like, same thing with, like, Giants. The first time you, you know, in 2010 when you had, like, a chance, you know, it was after it's been a while, you know, like, there's going to be excitement, you know? there's I mean, if you've been there, then, you know, yeah, that round would be, like, you're excited but not the whole city going crazy. But when it hasn't been there in a while – let them get a little crazy. Why not? It's really hard to describe what it's like watching so much bad baseball for so long, and then finally having that that satisfaction of of the, the team living up to their promise. And I think in this case, in more in more some, you know, um, players just having so many great seasons all at the same time, and it all working out uh, after those long rebuilds, multiple rebuilds. It's just it's just incredible, an incredible feeling, and after they um after they won the wild card series it was just i you know i i was beside myself just emotional it's i wasn't loud you know i wasn't going crazy i was just like i couldn't i couldn't function because of, because of how happy i was <laughs> just in that state of shock well i mean it makes yeah, sense too yeah. like you were alluding to like all the years of mediocre play and just as a as a city too now you don't have the chargers i mean right Padres is pretty much the only thing you have and now that they are living up to expectations, Manny Machado, you know, he's playing for that contract. They, I mean, he's earning it. <clears throat> yeah. Fernando Tatis Jr., you know, it sounds like Clevenger is going to go possibly even tomorrow. I mean, there's a lot to be excited about as a Padres fan and a lot to be nervous about as a Dodger fan. And I think vice versa, you know, as a Padres fan, there's a lot to be nervous about. But it's going to be – I don't think that I don't think it would be that nerve wracking though if you think about it because I mean if the Padres lose to the Dodgers, I mean you have the all oh, there they got there you know yeah the Dodgers you know best team in baseball right now I don't think it's like it's I don't not think a so letdown you know I don't think so because if you look at it I believe the Padres had the second best record in the National League yeah. I mean it just so happens they get the wild card because they're behind the Dodgers but I don't think it's so much that. You know, they got there. It's they're expecting to compete. Yeah, that's true. I mean, can we talk about how shitty the central was or what? <laughs> like <laughs> that shit was that was crazy. I can't believe I can, like everyone's talking about how good the central is, central this, central that. And honestly, as someone who wants the Dodgers to fail miserably, I was thinking I'm thinking of yeah. who can actually take them out. Obviously the Brewers weren't gonna take them out, but I was thinking, man, the red reds, dude, like their pitching is just so good, and yeah, technically their offense isn't good, but those names, dude, they could just turn on at any moment. 
and I, I felt like they had a shot, but dude, they like they didn't score at all. Yeah, I mean Cardinals. Yeah. Car- Cardinals were the only ones in my mind from the Central that had a shot, and you know, obviously they got shit on by the Padres. So it is what it yeah. is. Yeah, the Zach Davies scary down, there. Uh, it went back and forth. Yeah, well, in Game Two when Zach Davies started, and it was four zero, and I think the second that was oh, the lowest. I, I felt, felt in a long so time. good. I was so happy. <laughs> I, it was kind of bittersweet though because I don't want to play the Cardinals because of all the uh, the old demons, so to speak. That's what my wife said, yeah. But I was just I was like, like you okay. need. I was like, you need to put your 2020 goggles on, okay? You want to play the Cardinals, right? And, and I was like, thinking, I don't know. Yeah. I've been I've been hurt too much in the past. I don't know if I want to. I was just thinking, like, okay, at least if we, you know, get bounced by the Cardinals, I won't have to hear it from the Padres. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the way they came back and all those runs they're scoring, I think is the reason Dodger fans mm-hmm. should be afraid of the Padres. Yeah, yeah. Well, for, for me, the emotions that I was was feeling was there had been such a buildup to that. Obviously, such a, you know, decades as being a, a fan of a mediocre team, but also this season, so much talent in the Padres lineup. They went out and traded some some talented prospects to, to fill it out. And having come so far. And at that point, there wasn't even a single highlight in the wildcard series for Padres fans to be excited about. It was all Cardinals by the time the Padres were down <laughs> 4-0 in the second game. And it, was, it wasn't even like, oh yeah, I remember that one hit or whatever. It was, there was nothing. There was no, there was no fun, you know, relief, you know, the, the release of the tension. It never happened. And that it it was it would have been absolutely devastating if if, if even the Padres hadn't had some fun moments in that series. And luckily, a lot a lot more happened, and, and they ended up winning. So there were definitely a lot more fun moments. But uh, but that uh, that was that was not feeling good at that point. That yeah, I mean, yeah. talk about fun moments. Uh, arguably, the second best bat flip of all time, in my opinion. I mean, that's some, like <laughs> some Jose Batista. Let's talk about type. that bat flip just a little bit. That bat, if I was like a Padres fan, I think I'd be a little upset about that bat flip just a little bit because that shit went maybe five, like five feet over the wall. Like you to do that big of a bat flip. And if you end up on first or second because of that shit, dude, I'd be livid. But it oh, didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so who gives a shit? <laughs> no, I know. But what I'm saying is, is when I saw it and I saw it, I was like, I would be like a little bit like, why are you doing that to me? We're running because you're scaring the shit out of me. That's that's what I would think. Yeah, well, it was a bat flip, and yeah, just the like walking, and looking into the dugout. Yeah, I, I see um, what you're saying. We're we're all for that. Like I'm 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 all about except except when you're down like five runs and you hit like a solo shot, like bitch or losing. Right, like right. no, like don't don't try to be the shit right now. But like you can't bat flip like that and and not hit the and not hit over the fence. And I feel like because it's be, be, becoming a lot more acceptable. We're not that far away from it. Yeah, well, that I would mean, be amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't my team. <laughs> yeah, yeah Manny, exactly. That's, that's Manny Machado's MO. He'll pick yeah. a single, you know, all the time. But yeah. I think, I don't know. I think as long as it gets over the wall, who gives a shit? Yeah. Because if I was a Padres fan or in that dugout, I would be losing my shit when he did that. Definitely. I mean, that's got to like pump up the guys so much. And I think that's what baseball is missing. Like, Obviously, I'm not a huge fan of Fernando Tatis Jr. I mean, I think he's a great player, but that yeah. is why I'm not such a huge fan of him. 
But that's what baseball needs. They need more of that stuff because everyone yeah, you need, has it except for baseball. You need players to love and fun. players to hate. Yeah, but also fun. I mean, what's wrong with a little fun? Yeah. You, know, you, you, feel, you feel a little bit bad if you're on the losing team, but it's fun. It's more fun. <laughs> when your team wins, you'll feel that much better, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And speaking about winning, let's go into it. Let, let's talk about this series. What's your uh, prediction on the series there, Chris? Uh, I'm thinking Padres in three. Oh, shit. Interesting. Don't I, don't I have to pick that? I mean, I mean, gonna, <laughs> gonna, <laughs> no, you can be illogical. I mean, you think they're going to sweep, really? No, no, I don't think that. I, I think they're pretty evenly matched teams. I, 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 I mean, if I'm being honest, I think it goes to five games. But, you know, I, the big thing from the Padres perspective is who's going to be pitching. And I, mm-hmm. I, I wish I wish I had the answers for you guys. I don't think I know any more than, than you do about who's going to be pitching. If it's if it's Clevenger and Lamette, that's a huge difference than Paddock and, and Davies at this point. So it but, looks but, like yeah, it's I, gonna I think, be it looks like it's gonna be I mean Clevenger looks like he's gonna make the roster from everything. They're, they're saying that it's that he's he looks good that he's gonna be there, but Lamette doesn't look too good. But then I saw a video of Lamette throwing. So maybe Lamette does go, but he goes like in game four for like maybe like three innings or something like that. And it's not like, you know, the a main starter. I don't know. I, I think that's the huge what if, right? Because if it's Lamette and Clevenger are there, I think the, I think they can legitimately give a Dodgers a run for their money. I think they're still the, the, the underdog, obviously. But I think they're they're probably the team that can most likely kick them out if any team can. Um, if they're not there... I mean, they still got a shot, but it's not looking too good. Like, they barely beat the Cardinals without them, and I, I just don't see them being the Dodgers without Clevenger and LeMay. If it's just Clevenger, I'd still – I mean, they still have a solid chance. It's not like the Brewers. Yeah, they're, they, I've been reading reports within the last hour that Clevenger might start tomorrow. So, it looks like he's going to be on there no matter what. But I don't – We can only hope. Yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> you know, I don't follow Padres news too closely until this series, but it looks like Lamette. I don't think he's going to make the roster just because of how taxed the Padres bullpen was. You can't afford to have a guy on there who might be able to go. You know, if it's like let's wait a few days and see, you know, if we give him some injections or whatever, see if he can go. I don't think they can afford to. So I don't think he's going to make the roster. So with that being said, my prediction: I'm going to say Dodgers in five. Just because I don't, right. you know, I, I don't feel as if we have such a huge advantage. You know, I could see it potentially going four, but I, I think it's going to go five. So I, I, I think it's going to be a great series. I'm, yeah. you know, this is me in every playoff series. I feel like <laughs> right. my stomach hurts. I'm not going to be able yeah. to see it tonight. Chris, he was saying that against the Brewers too, under 500 teams. So, uh, but yes, I, I, I think I'm going to agree. I'm going to say, you know, um, I'm going to say Padres in five uh, because I really want that to happen. Pussy. Because fuck right, the Dodgers. Right. Coward. And what, Chris, what, what, what do you think is, is the, the strength that if, if the Padres do win, why do you, what part is going to be the thing that takes them over the edge? Well, it's it's all year. It's been the lineup, and so mm-hmm. they're gonna have to keep writing that. Uh, Tyler, you brought up a point earlier that the, the Padres are actually right behind the Dodgers in record, and I believe also in 
in uh, runs allowed versus runs scored, but it, it's it's a close it's a close matchup, and they've they've gone that way by by writing their their um their offense. And I would also add that considering that record over the course of the season, they've added to that offense with Austin Nola. So there's not a lot of holes in their offense. It's a you know it, it's weird to say, but it, it it's kind of a murderer's row. There's not. Austin Nola's had a great season. He's hitting like seventh. Will Myers had a great season. He's hitting towards the back. Mm-hmm. Jake Cronenworth is is rookie of the year candidate, and he might be hitting towards the back of the lineup. There's not not a lot of easy outs there, and that's kind of been you know the Padres have had trouble with their bullpen towards the beginning of this of the year, and then now with their starters going out, they've had to rely obviously on on their offense as we saw it in Game Three especially. Um, and so that's that's what it's going to be is can they can they score enough especially if if their top two starters aren't able to go yeah and i think that's kind of the uh the key for the dodgers too is dodgers are going to have to take advantage of <clears throat> excuse me the hopefully the bullpen being taxed the lack of starting pitching you know going up against someone like chris paddock or zach davies um because it's the same it's kind of like looking in the mirror really i mean the Dodgers don't have any holes on offense. It's just going to be if the bullpen can hold up and how long the starting pitching can go and how long each team's pitching can hold the other's offense at bay. So it's going to be a super exciting series. But again, I mean, yeah, it, it, it could go either way. Like you guys were saying, I mean, um, who, who do you, if your guys' respective team wins, who's the MVP? I know there's no real award for it, but who's the MVP and who's the surprise of the series? So for me, uh, I I got to go with the obvious. I got to go with the the easy answer here because I want it to happen so much. Manny Machado would be just chef's kiss for me to come back <laughs> after after playing for the Dodgers. And Machado the gets his revenge. To, huh? The response from Dodgers fans for him signing in San Diego, and just you know, I there's. I'm not gonna lie, there, there's some attitude coming from Dodgers fans about towards him, not just about you know the, the Johnny Hustle comment, but then going and signing in San Diego and kind of I kind of felt this. Like, why would you do that? And for him to come back and knock the Dodgers out of the postseason would, um, uh, you know, it, that that would be life changing for me. I, I would enjoy that so much. <laughs> so, so who would be your your surprise of the series? No one's thinking. I think the surprise. The surprise answer there might be Zach Davies. He's had such a great year, and he's he's so not flashy. He's the opposite of flashy. He doesn't, you know, he hits ninety on the gun. He throws his changeup a lot. It's not exactly a sexy pitch, but he's had such a great season. And if you know the Padres might really need to rely on him, and if that happens, there's a chance that he can really come through and and surprise a lot of people. People might not know who he is, but he's got he's got such incredible command. And he throws that amazing changeup that. He could surprise people, and really, they could. The Padres might be able to ride him to a to a win. <laughs> so I, I, I just have to comment again. I just have to comment on the whole Manny Machado thing. When Manny Machado signed in right. San Diego, I couldn't have given a shit less. I didn't understand <laughs> that so many Dodger fans were like super upset, and you know, I people had kicked <laughs> around the idea like, okay, we'll we'll move Seager to third and put Turner at second, which is his natural position that he came up playing, and Machado plays shortstop, and I was like, that just that just doesn't work. Like, no. And especially when Gavin Lux was supposed to be, like, the savior at second base, and, you know, I've always kind of disagreed with that. But 
I don't give a shit. I, I Manny Machado is an exciting player. I don't care for him now because he's on the Padres, but it's not like I have this like burning hatred for him. But I know a lot mm. of Dodgers fans do, and I just don't understand it. Yeah, I love Manny Machado. Manny Machado, I love infield defense like Nolan Arenado and Manny Machado are my guys. I hate it when he was on the Dodgers for half a season, and I had to hate him. But yeah, so yeah, and it, it, and again. If there would have been a hole for him, if there would have been a spot for him, I would have loved to sign Manny Machado for 10 years, but there just wasn't a spot for him. So obviously yeah. we're not going to spend $300 million, but you know, it is what it is. Oh, so the, the Johnny Hustle stuff didn't, didn't bother you? Oh, they definitely bothered me. I don't think that's, <laughs> okay. that's who he is at the core of, you know, I don't think that defines him as a player. Because yeah. you know, what like, defines him is, is barehanded throws. Like when yeah. I do that, I yell out Machado when I do it. Like that's that's him. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> he's a he's an A plus defender, and he has an incredible stick. And you know him, of course. Like I said earlier in the podcast, him pimping that single. I believe it was in Milwaukee. That shit bothers me, but he's still one of you know the yeah, top fixable. ten baseball players in the world. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think that defines him as a player. Don't like him, you know, given the circumstances now. But um, I think for the Dodgers, the MVP, I think we ride it out with my boy Mookie again. He just – he keeps – Why not? Playing. He has <laughs> all season. And I think he's kind of the trigger as long as he stays hot. You know, we, we can't really depend on someone like a Cody Bellinger or Max Muncy this season. They just – it hasn't been there consistently, so we need Mookie to stay consistent. And I think the surprise, and even could be the MVP, is Tony Gonsolin. If Tony Gonsolin gets slotted in a game three and he they just let him pitch, I think he's going to have a stellar outing. Um, there's even talk about him potentially coming out of the bullpen after a start. So I, I think Tony Gonsolin could be a huge surprise and help us get past the Padres and win the series. Yeah, that that would uh one thing, one thing can I add one thing about, about the Manny Machado talk? Nope, you're done. It's, you're it's done adding because <laughs> you're good. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know, having watched him for a season last year, like sort of a third of a season ish this year, every time on when he legs out a single and, and you know nails an infield single and just hustles to the bag or goes you know first to third or scores on a, on a play that you didn't you didn't know if he was going to score on Padres Twitter just explodes with the like alternating lowercase uppercase Manny doesn't hustle <laughs> because if you watch him he does hustle yeah. he hustles like he does crazy. now he, he does might... now but let's I mean if you watch oh, yeah, the yeah. <laughs> games there there was a lot of non-hustle going on I think that that kind of put him well, in his he... place I think he got well, humbled a little bit also, I think people forget he scored a game-winning run in extra innings in the NLCS. He went from second. Uh, I forget who hit the ball. It was just a you know a shot in the right field, and he went from second to home, and it was a bang-bang play, and he was safe. So, you know, I, believe me, I love to play into the whole Johnny Hustle, he's lazy thing. But, yeah, I mean, he – I think it's more of he just turns it on when he wants to, and yeah. that's what kind of bothers people. Yeah. But, and it just yeah. showed up I, on, I on a big stage, that. and, that, and yeah. that's what happened in, in, right. in 2018. So, right, and, then, and people mean, get frustrated. Know, I can get that. Yeah, yeah. but, but like of course, you... if if you're a pod, you you got to do that. You got to hit them with that. Because I yeah. feel like they're, I mean, they're on the team on the on the up and you know up and coming, and and the Dodgers are still 
unbelievably, they're still fucking rising and staying at that top, and they're not on the downfall yet. So I, I Hodges are right there, getting trying to close to catch them. So they got to knock them down any way they can. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think this Padres team can do it. I don't, and I don't think it would be that much of an upset if it happened. I think they're a really good team, especially with the additions they made with Clevenger and, and Austin mm-hmm. Nola. Yeah, and Austin Adams. Not, not to mention Mackenzie Gore is just around the corner. So, they, I mean, Padres are looking Ooh. like they're going to be good for for a minute. Um, before we let you go, um, I, I I am really interested. What do you both you guys? What do you guys think uh, might be your guys' downfall? Like, what scares you the most about uh, going into the series? Uh, I'll field this one first. Starting pitching. <laughs> <laughs> uh walker bueller's blister nah, holding up is mm-hmm. the t- the top thing on my list um that that just in and of itself i mean that can cost you one game and one game in a five game series is everything yeah um <clears throat> so i think starting pitching mainly walker bueller i'm not too worried about clayton especially after what we saw he did not having to start 30 games going into the postseason. I mean, he looks well-rested. He's locked in. But uh, I think Walker Buehler is going to be kind of the wild card in this series. Okay. Yeah, from my perspective, we talked about it already, but if if Lamette and Clevenger can't go, then the Padres have really two starting pitchers that they trust, and one of them they might not even trust that much anymore. Uh, it's it's a scary situation because you can't you can't ride your bullpen through a five game series like you can through yeah. a three game series. So that would be scary. I, I do have one question for you guys. I hope you don't mind. It's not uh, it's not playoff related, but I I grew up well I, I went to college up in Northern California, so I became a bit of an A's fan and I became a bit mm. of a forehand lady fan through that. Mm. So I would like to hear your guys' thoughts um, since she's worked for, for both of your teams on, on him and, and do you like him? How, how much have you paid attention to him? And how what do you think of the job that he's doing in San Francisco? I'm a big fan. Um, I, think, I think the thing about Farhan and what people don't really grasp is just a lot of fans have this win-now mentality and they want, you know, to go out and get the Manny Machados or whatever – and they fail to realize how often that doesn't work. So if you're willing to kind of work with them and understand that this is going to be kind of a long process and we're going to try to get some homegrown talent, and especially with the Giants, I mean, your farm system was so depleted and now you're building that back. Look at the Dodgers farm system. We're, you know, it's coming out of our ears. <clears throat> and I think he, I think he does a great job. I think you just have to understand the mentality of, it's not going to be now, but we're going to be better off in the future because of what we're doing now. So I'm a fan. I'm not a fan that he's in San Francisco because I think in a few years, <laughs> yeah. San Francisco is going to be kind of armed to the teeth. But... The NLS is going to be stacked in a couple of years. I, I, I truly feel yeah. that way. Um, and pretty much just to echo, yeah, I'm a huge fan. I mean, there's little things like I'm not a fan that they didn't re-sign Bumgarner. I know he had a shitty year, uh, but I believe that's due to injury. Um, I think sometimes – you got to look past certain things and, and sign a franchise player. But other than that, man, I mean, just the guys he finds out of nowhere, I think his specialty is is creating so much depth. I think that, that that's what doesn't get talked about. I feel like the Giants have a lot of depth right now. They're just missing the star players to be a juggernaut team. Um, I think that's why they're a mid-tier team with a bunch of DFA guys who are doing great. I mean, Yastrzemski, but he's already 30, so, I mean, how long is that going to continue? Um, you know, Alex Dickerson, all that kind of shit. Like he's, he's the king of that. And I think he gets a little bit too much credit for as far as 
what he gets for for the farm system. A lot of it was Sabian and um, and Evans is just now starting to come up. Like his mo also is development. I think he develops his the the people that he hires and 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 the way he does things is is he develops a lot of guys into you know exceeding their potential. They're a lot more interactive with like minor league system and 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 they just give the tools to make guys succeed. And I, I'm a fan, basically. I can talk uh, a year about it, as, as you can tell. But yeah, fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Well, we appreciate you coming on, man. I know you got to run. You're, you're getting down to the final minute, man. And we really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, yeah I appreciate you guys uh, having me on. And not just talking shit without me. You're not talking about my back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Chris. Yeah, man, man, thanks we'll, for coming Have a good on. night, appreciate man. We'll it. see you later. This episode has been brought to you by Renovation Candle Company. Fall candles are out now. Use promo code BENCHES for 20% off your entire order. Holiday candles are coming soon. Smell good. Make your room smell good. Make everything smell good. And thank you guys so much for entering in our, in our giveaway for a Dodgers Starbucks cup. And the lucky winner is Lorraine Rivera on Twitter at RoxyGirl7985. Thank you so much for entering. We'll be DMing you and contacting you about getting that out to you as soon as possible. Make sure to subscribe to us and, and write us a review on your favorite podcasting platform to let, help us grow. Follow us on Twitter for more giveaways at BenchesCleared.P and Instagram at BenchesCleared.Podcast. We will be posting a recap of the NLDS and an NLCS preview. Hopefully it will just be about the the Padres and whoever else. But If it's well, just the Padres, it, it's going to be just Jesse. So yeah. have fun with that. <laughs> it'll, I be, it'll be a crying. It'll be crying for, for 20 minutes. I mean, talk, up, talking about the next NLCS. But we'll be posting that on Monday. Uh, and thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you next week. Go Dodgers. And fuck Aubrey Huff.